and welcome to the Afro Juju Podcast. This is part two of a two-part series. So the first one was fake gurus in a property world. Let this expert clear up the confusion. That's part one. We spoke about property with David Fernley. This is the second part where he shares his journey of losing 70 pounds. Can you believe that? That's ridiculous. 70 pounds. And he shares his insights into how he did that in his journey and also discusses his new brand new book. So if you're into fitness, health, nutrition, or even if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur especially, and you have issues with your health, listen to this episode. You'll learn so much about it. And I catch you guys at the end of the episode. We are here because we want to build a six-figure profitable business that allows us to use our gifts to serve others, impact the world, and live life on our terms. I'm a no BS entrepreneur. I don't give up. No excuses here. I learn from my failures. I seek discomfort. It helps me grow. I speak my mind. I stand up for what I believe in. I use my gifts to serve others. I empower them. I'm focused. I'm disciplined. I get shit done. I build six-figure businesses. I am a no BS entrepreneur. I'm Afro Duritu, entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and mentor. Now, the question you're probably thinking is, how can I build a six-figure profitable business? If that is your question, then this podcast will give you the answer. To the fitness side, so you've had an epic journey the last like, four, yeah, like four months you've got on here. Last seventy pounds. So how did you even start, or why did you start that journey? Right, because I remember <laughs> talking to you. Uh, I think it was, I think it was P- PSA, like it maybe Christmas time, there's one before or just after. Yeah, and you were having that conversation with me, saying like, I want to do something, I'm gonna do something, but nothing happened, and all of a sudden it was like out of nowhere in my eyes. Clearly, you might have planned this. You just kind of made a change in the decision. So, yeah. Well, what's yeah, that? Afro. What? What? I've, I kind of had this up and down relationship with weight over the years, and I was, a, you know, as a, a decent sportsman at school. Uh, won a couple of ch- school ch- tennis championships. Was yeah. junior captain at golf, and I was junior captain a couple of times on the football team, and. Um, swam for the town, but I was always carried a bit of weight on me. I was always a bit, you know, I was always taking the mickey about for being sort of chubby, but I was always really good at sport, which is a bit odd. (laughs) And then I slimmed down when I went through puberty. I went to like, this is like this rake. Um, And then I put it all back on when I first got married when I was 25. Um, to about 17 and a half stone. Mm. And then I lost it. I went and started swimming again because I was always a decent swimmer. I started swimming when I was 30 and I swam almost every day for the next eight years and i loved it i went i went i went down i I got a bit thin actually i went to 12 and a half stone um but i i I learned how to get fit i was really fit i used to do a bit of boxing training running up hills uh, say a lot of swimming and i maintained that and i felt really good yeah what happened going back to the uh going back to my divorce time in 2010 um there was was a couple of things happened and I I, um, I I went through this very stressful period, and when I get stressed, um, I mean you you you, you know you're you, obviously you, you know you're into health and everything yeah. yourself, yeah. Um, Afro. You know cortisol levels shoot up, um, but for me, I was eating all the wrong stuff. Yeah. I stopped exercising, I started to drink, um, and I just started to pile the weight on mm-hmm. over a period of ten years, and I ended up in March. Um, at 19 stone two pounds yeah. and I felt terrible um, I felt ashamed of I, I was ashamed I'll be honest with you I, I I I wasn't doing any exercise I was really unfit 
uh, I was drinking too much. And, and what happened with my drink drinking um, over the period of time, I got into a habit of, of drinking it every evening mm. when I was, cause I do the cooking. So oh, I was kind okay. of drinking, I kind of, you know, like, you know, gin and tonic or something can just go down. Um, and in the end I was kind of drinking about two and a half liters of gin a week. Incredible. That's a and lot of no gin. bother whatsoever. <clears throat> Emma, Emma, my daughter was getting really worried about me. Amanda was, worried about me jack was my son um and i kind of just hid hid the fact and i just carried on yeah. um but i, I kind of knew it, you know, i did know it was wrong but i kind of just you know this I, i'm you know we'd, we'd had a tough in a lot of respects a tough 10 years yeah so lockdown was coming and obviously we didn't none of us knew the way this was going to go oh, did no, we and we we're all yeah we we're all worried about business and what was going to happen and the, the eve of lockdown, literally the night before lockdown, I think it was yeah. something like the 26th of March. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I remember. 27th, we closed our personal training business. Yeah. 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 I, 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 went to the, I went to the farm gates and I locked them up because we'd been out to do some shopping yeah. and came back and I put the chain on the gates and I just stood there and I thought, what am I going to do? Mm. And it came to me i thought one of the things i can do one of the things that i can control is to start winning my health back yeah. um and i didn't say anything to amanda at the time because there'd been over the last few years there'd been a few false starts you know where i said i'm going to get fit again yeah. and it'd last a couple of weeks and it and i, and I you know something yeah. had happened business-wise or whatever and i'd fall back and it up so i didn't really say anything i think i did mention it at the time but i, I said look I'm, I'm not going to say any more than that because I, thank you i've had a i've had a quite a few false starts yeah so i thought right i'm going to do this yeah. and i'm going to set myself a goal um <clears throat> i'm going to make myself accountable and i put it on facebook yeah you did <laughs> I got a, yeah i got a really really nice response yeah. and um, I, I, it, it was more than nice. It was so moving and touching. The amount of people who, who say, yeah, you know, got sort of go for it. Yeah. And it was really, really nice. And I thought, yeah, Christ, I've got to make this happen yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the thing was Afro and, and, you know, you, I, I guess you'll know yourself. There's so much conflicting information out oh, there, God. isn't yeah, there? Tons of um, from health people. Ridiculous. You know, like, you know, don't eat this, do eat this, yeah. don't drink this, do drink this, you know, don't do this sort of exercise, do that sort of exercise. And it's like, oh my God, what 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 do you do? <laughs> so I kind of thought, right, the the bottom line to this is I've got to do something that I can live with. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And I've got to do something 100%. that I can I can lose lose the weight, I'm happy with, and then I can consistently do it moving yeah. forward. So I thought, right, the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm going to do two sessions of exercise a day, yeah. um, but I wasn't fit at all. Um, so I said, right, I said to Jack, my son, right, at nine o'clock in the morning, get yourself out of bed. We're going walking. Yeah. And I walked, I've got it logged because it's in the book. <laughs> I yeah. walked for 33 minutes. Yeah. That was it. And I was absolutely knackered. <laughs> um, and I, 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 I'm ashamed, really. But, you know, I was absolutely knackered. And, where we live, mate, we, we go down the bottom of the fields and then it goes down to a river yeah. and then we go up. And like, now I could run up it, but yeah. when I walk walking up it, I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. you know, absolutely knackered. 
And um, I, I did 33 minutes, but I was I, I, in some ways it was like brilliant because it was like, oh my god, what have you got into? Yeah. Um, what state have you got into? But in the other way, it was like, you're right, brilliant. You've made a start. Yeah, yeah 100%. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then I said, right, we've got we've got a, a rowing machine in the house. It's not oh, an expensive rowing yeah. machine. It costs about 150 quid. I said to Amanda, right, I'm going to go on that in the afternoon. And it's 17 minutes on it. I did only about 2,000 meters. It was really slow, and I was knackered, and I was aching, but I did it. And what I then did, I said, right, I'm going to start cutting out um, all the rubbish that I know I need to cut out, yeah. and then I'm going to cut the drink out, but I'm not going to do this in one go because I don't want to overwhelm myself and really smart, piss really myself smart. off and give up. So I, I kind of cut all cut all the refined carbs out yep. to start with, which I found really easy because I like whole foods. You know, it's like I like fish. You know, I like, I like you know, um, I, I'm not a great uh, vegetarian, vegetable lover, to be honest yeah. with you, but I will have some of them. Um, so I went on to whole foods. Um, I... I I started doing that. Then I cut the sugar out, and typically, Afro, yeah. I would. I used to have about six coffees in the morning with two sugars in each. So about twelve oh, coffee, twelve sugures oh, by about ten o'clock. You'd be surprised how much people like don't know like hidden sugars. That's probably the biggest. Oh, yeah. Care. Like, you'll put two teaspoons of sugar, and not think about it. And then when you write it down yeah. or log it, you'd be like, "Oh my god, I had so much sugar, I didn't realize." Yeah. Yeah. So I cut, yeah, so I cut the sugars out, and and I kind of I, I've always enjoyed sugar, so it wasn't that easy. Yeah. If I'm honest, it was quite hard, but I did it, and I'm used to it now. So <laughs> refined carbs gone, sugar gone, and then um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be really, really honest. Yeah. I was kind of dreading giving the drink up, yeah, because I thought, have I got a problem? You know, I. I, I I'd been drinking for a lot, a long, a lot of years now, and and it was every day, and it was quite a lot. And I thought, and I was, I started to get a bit scared. Mm. And one particular day, I thought, no, come on, drop it now. And I did, and and I and I was absolutely shocked and delighted and and, and relieved that I could just stop. Amazing. Um, and I did. I stopped it, and I didn't drink a t- I didn't drink anything for three months um, until I until I got to my to my goal yeah. um and then when i when i did get to my goal i said right i do enjoy drinking yeah. i'm going to have you know i don't know two three four times a week share a bottle of wine with amanda over dinner something like that and that's what we do yeah. and um and i'm very very relieved that i i didn't have a problem um and i can do that i can pick it up i can put it back um and, and and so yeah, that was a big one. So that was a massive one. You, you know, if you, I think to anybody who is looking at any kind of body transformation for that period of time, if you do drink, just wipe it out. Because after all, I was looking, I was counting those calories. Oh my god, yeah. there's, there's so much in a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I was, I was obviously, I was on the gin at the time, yeah. and two and a half liters of gin with a mixer, you know. That's you know, and, and these sweetened drinks, all they do is spike your insulin anyway. Yeah. So you, you know, it, it's it, they're bad for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, goodness, I think I was on something like five thousand calories. Um, no, well, five thousand. Yeah, I was on about five. You know, I was drinking about five thousand calories a week. That's crazy. That's just and one one particular day. I'd gone out in the morning and I was absolutely knackered. Yeah. I felt great, but I was knackered doing this exercise and I'm thinking to myself, right, let's just say I've burned 800 calories off today, yeah. this morning. And that was hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You... 
I'm going to go and put it all back on drinking gin and tonic. It's insane. What are you doing? It's absolutely so insane when you compare the. T- uh, there's a guy called Steve Cook, an American bodybuilder, and he's on YouTube, so you can check it out. But he does a um, 10,000 calorie. He eats 10,000 calories in one day, which he does in like four meals, just smashing burgers and pizzas and all kinds of ice cream. Then the next day, he tries to burn it all in one day, and he absolutely kills himself. And gets about sixty percent of the way there. It, it's that hard to do it to outrun a bad diet. It's just too hard. It's just it's too much effort. It's not worth it. It's just not worth. There's it. a famous, there's, there's a well-known saying, isn't there? Yeah. You can't out-train a bad yeah, diet. It's too hard. Just don't. You eat can't. It. Yeah. yeah. So, so I did that, and then I, I just gradually, just incrementally, started increasing the um, the exercise. But one of the things, again, I, I share with anybody who's watching who's looking at doing this. All the way along, I, I, I posted on Facebook, yeah. um, one, again, with accountability, but two, for the support. And again, the, the feedback was just amazing. It was it was so nice to get that. You know, you get sort of 160, 170 comments, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's really nice. So that was really important as well. Um, and then what I did, one of the big things I did, I said to my my friend Pete, do you, you'll know. Yeah. Do you know Pete? Pete Rowan? Yeah, no, I don't think I've met him, but I know of him. I feel like I've, yeah, I definitely know him. Know of him, but I've never yeah. met him. Yeah, well, I met I met Pete initially on the PSA, yeah. um, and we've become really good mates. And Pete, Pete's fifty nine, okay, yeah. um, and I tell you what, I put him up against any twenty five year, well, most twenty five year olds yeah. at, at speed, fitness, agility. He's just a machine. Yeah. Uh, and he's been brilliant. He's been a great support to me. And I'll always thank him very, very dearly for the for the, for the the uh, support and, and, and help he gave me over this period. But I said to Pete, because Pete, Pete used to live in the Highlands for quite a, a oh, wow. number of years yeah. in his younger days. And he, he's done stuff like running. They do sort of mad things like run across um, <coughs> boggy marshes yeah. for four and a half hours <laughs> just, having a race. Just for a joke. Um, <laughs> and you he still holds an, a, an, um, a race record dating back to the 80s. Oh, wow. um, and it's something like four hours, 48 minutes running across this Highland Moor yeah. and then up a, up, a, up a mountain. It's like, it's just like, um, so he's got that, he's got, he's got that background, but he's a really good guy and he's really helped me. And I said to Pete, listen, mate, I've never, I've never been up a mountain before. Yeah. I really fancy doing that three peaks challenge. Yeah. And he, he's, and he he was really supportive, but I got I just got the feeling he thought, you're not going to do that, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, and, and this was only like a month into my sort of campaign, yeah. my my fitness campaign. But he supported me, and um, and we did it, and we we initially went up to up Scarfell Pike, and we did that, and that was a shock to the system, and then we did the Yorkshire Three Peaks, which is twenty three and a half miles, and and three they're not mountains, yeah. but they're bloody big hills uh, and you've got to do it within yeah you've got to do it on foot within 12 hours yeah. and i did it did it in 11 i mean he'd have he'd have smashed it yeah. but me dragging him behind we did it in 11 hours and 53 minutes oh, nice. oh, it was it was in june it was 25th of june and it was a mad hot day yeah. it was about 30 degrees i was oh, so nice. knackered um, but it was brilliant, and I did it. And then we did Snowden a couple of times, and then we did the York, the National Three Peaks, yeah. and we, we we the twenty four hour challenge. We did it in twenty two hours and thirty nine minutes. Well, I said to someone the other day, "How do you manage it like logistically? Because to get from A to B, surely that takes most of the time up." 
<laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Do you to, okay, I'll I'll, I'll tell yeah. you. So, so what we did, um, Amanda and I, well, Amanda was the driver. Yeah. She offered to oh, drive geez. us. So that was well, that was. Amanda. I mean, we, we, yeah, we we couldn't have done the um, we, we we couldn't have driven as well. So she was brilliant. Yeah. And what we did, we me and Amanda drew, drove up on the Sunday night to to Glasgow. Yeah. Pete flew up because he lives further south than us. And we met there. Uh, we, we had quite a lot to drink, actually. It was crazy in a pizza. Uh, not <laughs> Great the <start>. best preparation. <laughs> but um, it was brilliant. So we, 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 we went out in Glasgow on the night, on, for a night out the night before. Then we drove up to Fort William the next day, but we got lost. And we ended up near the West Coast, near near um, Oban. Might have been Oban. Um, miles out of the way. So we didn't get to the foot of Ben Nevis until about 7.30 in the evening. Yeah. Um, now this was the end of July and it was going to be dark about 10 o'clock in the evening. So we had to get up there pretty quick because we oh, could have, come, we had head torches, oh, but you don't want to go down Ben Nevis in the dark. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so you went up there, so uh, Pete, sorry, you went up there half seven at night. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So we got, cause I've been, so, up, I've been up, we, I've been up, I've been up uh, Ben Nevis when I was about 15 years old on a school yeah. trip. So it took about eight, right. eight hours up and down. I don't know how long it should take, but that's how long it took us. Right. Well, you know how long you know how long it took us with with Madman Pete. Right. <laughs> About three three hours and thirty five minutes. Yeah, no choice. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. like he, he chose it's... the most steepest, fastest route, ah, okay. and I, I totally understand that. Yeah, yeah. And but oh my god, Afro, <clears throat> I was knackered. We actually passed snow in July, yeah. um, and we got to the top, and there was no one about, because yeah. it was a really, it was a wet, it was a wet evening as well, it, it was raining, which was pretty awful, so we got, we got up there, and then we ran, we ran part of the way down, yeah. um, and again, going back to the health and fitness thing, you know, sort of, four months before, there's just no way, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the human body is amazing, what what you can do with it, mm. when if you, if you treat it right, so we ran down, <laughs> couldn't run, we, we got about, Two thirds of the way down, it was pitch black then, so we had to walk, and that was a bit dicey, and it was pouring down. So we got back to the car. I don't know, eleven-ish, let's yeah. say, whatever it was. Amanda, Amanda was waiting for us. So spoons as well, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so we got so we had to strip off, strip off. Got yeah. got a bit of change, got changed, um, and then it was straight down to the Lake District, yeah. which is something like. I think it's like a six-hour drive. Yeah, so, what time like do you that. arrive there then? What's that? What time do you get to the Lake District? Oh God, right. This is this is horrible. Yeah. This is absolutely horrible. So we got there at four thirty a.m. I was going to say right? it must have been like early, early. And it was it was dark, and we'd looked at. I've been looking, obviously, looking at the forecast. And it was going to be a nice day, yeah. and it wasn't. It was it was peeing down, and we pulled up on this muddy field yeah. and. That honestly, mate, I, I, if it if it hadn't been for Pete doing all this with me, I'd have just said I can't do this. It's horrible, because we had to get into wet clothes and yeah. set off in the dark up up this um, five hour trip. And we went we went through what they call a corridor route, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty tough. It's a it's a tough route. He likes the tough routes, doesn't he? <laughs> What's that? He loves the tough routes, doesn't he? Pete. Yeah. Let's go the yeah, hardest yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. So we got to the top of Scarfell Pike around at about seven AM, something like that. 
And mate, it was like being on the moon. Yeah. It was it was horrible. It was just it was, I don't know what the moon's like, <laughs> but it was like this this gusting, freezing cold rain, ice rain like battering against us. Obviously, nobody, no one about. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nobody. You know, you, you know, you see photographs of Snowden on Bank Holiday, and it's full of people. Uh-uh, <laughs> not like that it, at, at seven o'clock up Scarfell Pike on a, on a wet day, and it was dreadful. Yeah. Anyway, we so we we got there, got to the top, and then went back down, and um, got back to the car. Absolutely knackered, absolutely totally wet through, and then it was off down to Snowden. Um, up until that point, me and Pete hadn't slept. We just couldn't sleep on the journey from Scotland down to the lakes. Mm. But we did manage to get two or three hours sleep going from um, Scarfell Pike to Snowdon. Right. So we got to Snowdon and thank what God. Time did you get there? Was, uh, what, oh, what time did we get there? It would have been about midday. Ah, uh, okay, cool. Hang on. No, it would, you know, it would have been about, no, about one or two, probably about one-ish, one, maybe two o'clock. Okay, so that would have been a good end, really, by the sound of things. What's that? That would have been a good end, like a good time to... Yeah, yeah. so we had, we, we knew we were going to do this. Yeah. So we got, we, we set up, up up the pig track, uh, call it the pig track, and it's a, it's a tough old climb, and it was really busy because the sun was out, and we got up there, um, got back down, and we did the full three peaks in 22 hours and 39 That's minutes. Amazing. I'll never forget that time. Um, you know yeah, get, it was brilliant. Eats, but... David. That's a little sound effect I found. <laughs> but the thing is, Afro, I was walking like the Tin Man. Yeah. Oh, um, how many days did it take to recover? Little... That must have been a, that must yeah. have been a significant number of days to like start to feel your legs again. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. We went to we stayed in Chester that night. We couldn't get accommodation, so. We stayed in Chester, but before we went there, we went to a little town called Betsy Coed. It's beautiful. It's in Snowdonia, and it's like a touristy place. So we wanted to go and get a pint. So um, we, we got there, and I'm just walking down the, the, the pathway there, and my legs just seized. Yeah. Your legs just seize up, don't they? Um, so then we got to Chester, checked in the hotel, went for it, went for a curry. Uh, we were all nearly falling asleep over the curry and yeah. just went back to bed, but... It was brilliant. I, I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> uh, right. One and done. It's, it's a, unless anybody, you know, unless anybody wanted me to take them, I'd do that. Yeah. But it's, so, it's, you know, been there, done it. But it was just a big thing, mate. It, you know, for, for me, um, that, that first day walking 33 minutes and being out of breath, to doing that. That's it, incredible. It, you know, for me, I'm, it's a personal, big personal achievement. So talk, so talk to you about this book then. So... You've, you've, yeah, you've got a book. Yeah. I know you're editing, re-editing. I've I've seen some of the saucy front cover options. I think everyone has. <laughs> what was that? I'm not, gonna, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to opt for sauce. Um, sauce sold did, separately. Lots of people said, "No, no, don't do that. Yeah. Um, not on, not on a boot." Yeah. So, oh, fair play. yeah. Put what it out what happened, Afro? Yeah. When I first started off, um, I, I, I because we're in lockdown and because I didn't. You know, we kind of didn't have a great deal of things to do. Yeah. I thought, well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to journal this this return to fitness. Yeah. Um, it was never going to be a book, but I started journaling it, and and it was it wasn't every day, but it was kind of on significant days. Yeah. And then when I was getting all this interest, and you know, it was really nice, and I've had so many nice, you know, and you've said lovely things as well, and and you know, I take this opportunity to thank you for that as well. Um, you know, I've had some really nice 
words and you know inspirational has been used a lot and i take that very very kindly and thank everybody um and i thought you know what i'm gonna write a book yeah i'm gonna write a book because um you know i I don't profess to be an expert i'm I'm not i'm not a scientist i'm not a biologist i'm not a doctor um, or anything like that but you know i have done it twice in my life whereby i got really fit from a very very uh, bad position so you know, I'll write the way I've done it because there is so much, I've talked about so much conflicting information. And I did, I went into the intermittent fasting as well. And the intermittent fasting for me yeah. was amazing. Oh, it worked for you then. It was, it was massive, mate. Yeah. Um, when when I, st- I, I, I didn't, I, I was about a month in before I started fasting. Um, and I was losing weight. I was, and it was okay. But I was probably losing around and about two or three pounds a week yeah. which is fine but when i started fasting and and, and honestly this is true and I, I couldn't believe it i was like losing six to seven pounds a week for a period of four weeks wow. and it and it just dropped my weight just dropped and i wasn't fasting every day i was fasting every other day i was doing anything from 22 to 24 hours um with just water black unsweetened coffee in the mornings and yeah. green tea in the afternoon and i found it okay you know sometimes i find it a bit difficult yeah. you know if let's say it's a sunday um <laughs> and you're not doing much and you've yeah. got loads of time on your hands and you're looking at the clock and that can be tough but you know what most of the time it was okay yeah so <clears throat> the fasting was a big thing massive thing for me and um you know i don't know if you know too much about fasting yourself but you know if you start pushing it over those that 18 hour mark you know you start getting the autophagy with so you're getting all that that um that replenishment of sort of dead cells and healthy cells and and um so they reckon and um you know you're benefiting from that and you're getting the growth hormones accelerated so i was exercising into the well into the fasted state as well that must have been tough at times Uh, yeah, have you ever fasted yourself? No, <laughs> my father keeps saying oh, I should try it, should do it, and like, I have no, I have no interest because I love, I love my food, but I know there's benefits to it. I'm like, maybe one day, David, maybe one day. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what's really weird? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'd read about it before I did it, but when you when you fast, you get an incredible amount of mental clarity. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, you, and you really do. Um, everything is clear. It, it's just weird. Yeah. It's just a weird feeling, and it's a good feeling. Yeah. But you just really can think really clear, and um, I, I I loved it. I, I don't fast as much now yeah. because I've got down to my goal, but I do fast, just not as much as I did. And when I do fast, I do enjoy it. Mm. I really do. Cathartic, um, I guess, isn't it? But it's a big yeah. thing, and again, you know, anybody who's looking at um, – you know get the weight loss body transformation just research it yourself and um and have a look at it because it's you know for me it was massive and i know other people it's been massive for as well and how's that impacted your business then just having the energy levels again is it like really helped you be more focused motivated etc just i think just Having yeah, having more energy. Yeah. I mean, typically, um, and and I really feel guilty about this, Afro. Uh, and this isn't business. This is this is personal. Yeah. Um, typically, I would cook cook our meal. I would drink during the cooking during while I was cooking, yeah. 
and then I would stop and then I would come and sit uh, with Amanda, watch some TV and then it, it, most nights I would <coughs> I would fall asleep on the setting. Yeah. Oh, I, remember she, um, I remember she saying that. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, that could be anything from half an hour to two hours. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it didn't go well down with her. I don't blame her. Um, it, it wasn't good. I was no company. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, it's just not good. And you're not getting in the right sleep routines. Yeah. I was snoring a lot as well. And when you're snoring, sometimes you wait, if you're heavy, you wait, you know, you wake yourself up. I had sleep apnea. Oh, wow. So I wasn't getting good night's sleep. Serious health then issues. Yeah, okay. it was, it was serious. Yeah. And it's all gone. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. I don't think I snore that much anymore. She doesn't complain at me <laughs> anymore. Um, the sleep apnea, I think, is gone, yeah. um, which is pretty massive because that can be seriously bad for oh, yeah. you. Exactly. Um, one of the big things, if I can share with you, yeah, for, for years, I, I, I used to take daily medication for indigestion, you know, acid reflux yeah. and everything. And it was horrible. I don't know if you've had it yourself, but it's seriously horrible. I know people who have had it, but not myself, no. It's horrible, mate. And I had I was on daily medication for that. Not not prescription, but over the counter yeah. stuff for, for years. And I've not had an indigestion tablet now for about five months. Wow. It's it's amazing what proper diet and lifestyle does, mate. And you know, I, I look at it this way. Well, oh, let me just tell you one other thing as well. Right. About 10 years ago, yeah. when, when life went downhill, my health went downhill, I started getting um, calluses on my feet and cracked feet and really sore feet. And I blamed it because I'd we, we i gone to live with Amanda and Amanda had the hardwood polished floors. Yeah. And I blamed it because I don't like wearing slippers. And so I kind of bare feet, barefoot, and I blamed it on that. Yeah. And then every house we've had, because like we live in the farm now and there's no carpets downstairs, so, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. So I would always blame the floors that I've got, you know, sort of dusty feet, dry feet. But when I changed my lifestyle, yeah. my feet healed up. Yeah. And I've not had that since. And it's really weird. And the way I look at this is if that's what happens on the outside of your body, goodness uh, knows yeah. what happens on the inside of your body. 100%. People really, I've did a podcast show on it before. People so, so much underestimate the power of good food. It's it's ridiculous. It's like oh. it's like a hidden gem that just needs to be exposed because it's so powerful. If you eat the right things and you ex move yeah. regularly, that's it. Your life would be massively improved just by those two things. Hugely. Yeah. So massive. I'm a massive advocate of yeah. it. Yeah. Cool, David. So amazing. So I'm this book then. When's it out? Tell the good people. It, sh it should be out any day. Oh. Um. Amanda is going through it yeah. and editing it, um, so it should be any. It should be. It should. It shouldn't be any longer than a week. I'm hoping. Oh, awesome. um, she's she's editing. She's just rereading it now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it shouldn't be long at all. Um, and that the book takes us up to the the four month period. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about writing it. Do you want to tell you about another one? The next one I might might be writing. Go on then. What? Uh, I want. I wanted. I want to see what because i turned 50 in june yeah. and i want to see what an unhealthy heavy stressed drinking 50 year old can do within a, a year or two so i'm thinking i've not started journaling yet yeah. i'm thinking about journaling again because i'm training i've got a 10k race 
this month. Yeah. I've got a marathon in November, and I've signed up for what they say is the hardest um, Ironman in the world. Ironman. I was voted in 2017 oh my God. as the hardest Ironman in the world. Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. um, it's in Snowdonia. It's called the Brutal Triathlon. And um, you can you can do the, whichever distance you want, yeah. but they do up to, believe it or not, a triple. Oh, days. <laughs> and they race it. And, right, so you've got a triple Ironman. So you've got the something like, I don't know. Let's, well, I don't know what the math is. It's like a seven-mile swim, something yeah. like that. You've got tri- so you've got triple swim, triple marathon, triple bike ride. And it's a race, but Afro, you're also taking in Mount Snowden. Oh, my God. Right. So you're running up Mount Snowden. And <laughs> I've, I, 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 I've put my money down. I've put my money down for next September. Go for it, man. Um, and you know what? It might kill me. I probably won't finish it. But you know what? I'm going to give it a good go because right. I want to see. I want to see what I can do. That's amazing. That deserves another one of these, David. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Gustav, so where, yeah. where could people get this book then? So if I wanted to get this book, is there a website? Well, we're going to sell it on Amazon, Afro. Amazon. Cool. Good place. We're going to sell it on Afro. Uh, sorry, we're going to sell it on Afro. <laughs> we're going to sell it on Amazon, Afro. Um, Not yet, but David. yeah, um, yeah, and um, obviously I'll be posting it all over social media yeah. as well. Cool. So how can people find you and hear more about you if they want to hear your journey, track your journey? Okay, um, I've got. Okay, we've got we've got um, a we've got a new fitness Facebook group, yeah. a free Facebook group called Fit for Business. Um, that's that's been really really good. Yeah. We've got some some really good people on there. We've got people who are just starting out, people who are who are already sort of halfway through their transformation. People who've done it. We've, we've got one lady on there, Afro, believe it yeah. or not, who lost ten stone. Wow, that's ridiculous. So it's a really nice group. It's everybody's really friendly. Um, it's called Fit for Business. Um, I don't know whether I can put a link uh, link on your on one yeah, of your mate, if you, posts. If you, if you send it over, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll, yeah, brilliant. We'll do that. Um, so join there. I'll hook up with me on Facebook, David Fernley. Um, or my website is Dave. My new website is DaveFernley.com, and that's uh, F-E-R-N-L-E-Y. Awesome. DaveFernley.com. So yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be good for people to hook up. Good stuff, David. And getting on the group. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks for being an amazing guest. I got one question to end it all with. Yeah, um, and this is a question I ask every single guest towards the end of the show: is if you could have give one piece of advice to all the entrepreneurs in the world that a big megaphone, what would it be? Just one piece of advice. Oh heck! I wish I'd have. I don't know. I wish I'd have time to think about that one because it's a good question. I like, I like um, the raw answers. <laughs> I, I think. I think from my 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 perspective is be flex be, be, be flexible okay. in, in, in your approach to business um i remember if i can just have i got a minute or two to expand on that yeah yeah, yeah. when i when i was when i when i do my college um diploma years ago in the 80s i won an award for best student of the year yeah 
and went to this awards ceremony. They got they got this professor from the London School of Economics um, up to do this presentation. And one of the things he said, and I've never forgot it, he said, you know, you're all sort of 18, 19 year olds and, you know, you're all doing what you're doing now and learning what you're doing, you know, you're learning. But, you know, life is long and you will change and probably you'll all do something very different. You've just got to be very, very flexible in your approach and look for opportunity. And I've always remembered that Afro. That was like 30, 30 years ago, a bit longer. And I know with my life bit moving on, you know, I've, I've had to be flexible, you know, and you just take it to be flexible and just welcome opportunity. That's great. Great. Just welcome because opportunity yeah. is there. Just welcome your opportunity and be flexible. Don't pigeonhole yourself. Don't put yourself in the box. Just keep, just keep Eyes open. open. Yeah. And, t- and take advantage of, of the right thing that comes your way. That's a great piece of advice and a great way to end the show. So thank you, David, for being an amazing guest tonight. And such Thanks, Afro. I appreciate it. It's, nice. it's, it's, I've really, really enjoyed That's it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. If you're an entrepreneur or looking to start your own business, have a few clients who want more and more sales into your business, then join the Six Figure Challenge today. In this challenge, I share with you the foundations to build a six-figure business with a step-by-step challenge. So start the challenge today by going to www.six-figurechallenge.com and I'll see you there. Woo!